All right, so the NBA season is upon us. <laughs> games starting later today. And so I thought, what better way to kick off the season than to finish up our preseason predictions at the 11th hour. And we've done our regular season record predictions. We've done our awards predictions. We've even done all NBA teams. And I thought we'd finish it out with our conference finals predictions, our finals prediction, as well as our NBA champion prediction. Let's freaking go. Um, so do you want to start out, Jonah? Sure. So um, actually, before we get into these things, I just thought it would be fun. I don't know if you guys thought about this at all to do our five locks from when we predicted like whether the teams would go over or under um, and just did the five <laughs> we felt the most confident about that we would suggest people bet on if they oh, locks for the playoffs to make the playoffs oh okay no locks to like exceed or fall short of the win total yeah oh okay i'm gonna pull pull my okay do you guys have the win totals next to you at all i don't i can look I where are they what's up? What's are they on the instagram no i think it's the link i sent to you guys but it might have gotten buried oh those ones i see i see i see i see yeah I think I, you sent me both the spreadsheets, Jonah. Here's all. Should I just pull up the spreadsheet and share the screen with you? So oh, yeah, if you want to, I can make you a host really yeah. fast. Okay. Let's let's. I think the most. I think one of the most locks that I think I had. I think I wanted to say I gave the Nets like 56 games or something. Or no, no. Maybe you give. No. Where's where your highest point at? 55, right? No, I think I think I gave somebody it was either I want to say I gave somebody in the east or I, I think you I gave think someone in the east like 52 or 53. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes Oh yeah, cuz I have the Warriors as a one seed. Mm-hmm. Okay, John, I made you a host. Okay. Do you guys just should we restart the recording in a few minutes? It doesn't really matter. It's fine. I'll just tell my I'll just tell my friend to like start it at a different time, but it doesn't even it's it's fine. Okay, cool. All right, so um, these are the win totals here. Oh, let's go. I'll zoom out so we can actually. Bro, I, I kind of like doing it in the daytime sometimes because the lighting's way better for me. I don't look so yellow. Okay. Um, <laughs> we won't be able to see them all at the same time. Um, it's okay. That's okay. Right. okay. It doesn't matter. All right, so I guess. To just um, give a brief refresher of what we're doing, if um, people have forgotten in the past three minutes, <laughs> we're just going to be going through these win totals and previewing which selections we feel most confident will either exceed or fall short of that win total. And so if we're going in order, I think the one that I have to start with is down here with the Washington Wizards. And this number has actually gone up slightly um, since we recorded. I think it's more close, sort of 30 minutes, drifting into 500 territory. And I just think that there is no chance that happens. Like the Wizards were the, arguably the worst defense in basketball last year. It was them and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't really think that gets better this year. They brought in Robin Lopez which was obviously a defensive-focused signing, but he's not going to start for them. And even if, even when he does play, 
Like, I'm not sure how much Lopez is going to give him on that end. I think he benefited a lot from the shine of the Bucks having the best defense in the NBA. I think that um, sort of that perception of excellence rubbed off on him. Whereas I don't think Lopez is an elite defender in his own right. And um, so overall, I don't think the defense is going to be much better. They still will probably have the worst defense in the NBA. And on offense, it the, I think the offenses in the NBA are just a lot better this year. Like I think with Beal, yeah. they've got Westbrook. They've got some floor spacing with Bertans. Like maybe they could be around average. But then I look at guys like Hachimura, guys like Avdia, and neither of them can shoot both of them somewhat like to play with the ball in their hands. Both of them oftentimes settle for more inefficient shots. And I just feel like those two players are going to be such anchors for their offense. And because they were the last two first round picks of this franchise, I think they're going to be getting a lot of charity minutes and a lot of entitlement minutes. And I think that will sort of anchor their offense. So I just, I just don't see this wizards team being good at all. Like people are, predicting them to finish eighth like beating out the hawks or the pacers even i don't know yeah i would pick these guys a lot more closer to like my charlottes or magic than i would to the hawks or the pacers like the wizards are going to be a lottery team this year me maybe they can find their way into the playing game i think there's probably a pretty good chance of that happening but by no means are they one of the best eight teams in the east so I feel pretty confident picking against this Wizards team. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the Heat could be a decent lock for like anywhere between 44 and like 46 games. Okay, so they're one of your locks to go over. Yeah, yeah. What was what was Vegas actually? Yeah, so they have Vegas at about 40. Yeah, at about 44. Yeah, I would definitely have them over 40 games. I think. Okay, no, Vegas has them at 44. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, then oh, like at at least like forty four games. Then probably, I think okay. I can definitely see that. Oh, Kellen, you did pick the Bucks to win fifty six. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I, and then I had the Nets at fifty two. <laughs> we got some big winners. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I think that fifty six is a lot of games to win. If there's one team to do it, it's in the West, though. So I mean. I don't know if the Bucks can get that dub. Am I right? No? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. Shannon, do you have a selection for this? Uh, I'm still thinking. Okay. Scroll. scroll. Let me see some more teams. Let me see some. Okay. Um, while we scroll up, I think we're about to hit the Boston Celtics, which happened that, yeah. to be another one of my best bets to actually go under. I don't think that they're going to win 46 games. Interesting. I had this concern before the preseason, and although I personally don't put a lot of stock into preseason, the games that I've seen the Celtics play thus far have not done anything to ease my concern that there just won't be enough playmaking on this team while Kimba Walker is injured, which who knows how much time Kimba's going to miss this season. The knee issues that he's dealing with um, have seemed very troubling, to, um, to put it lightly, but... 
Yeah, just not a lot of playmaking. Jason Tatum will probably be bringing the ball up the court on most possessions. And while Jason Tatum is a wonderful scorer and a very good offensive player, um, he's not he's not the passer that Kimba is. I don't think the offense will flow as efficiently with the sort of lead engineer. When you look at point guards, you've still got Jeff Teague. You've still got Hayden Pritchard. I just don't feel very comfortable with either of those. Probably more comfortable with Teague right now. Um, Peyton Pritchard, although the scoring has translated better than I thought, I don't think he's ready to sort of run and take the reins of an NBA offense, which sort of brings me to my second concern with the Celtics team, which is just a lack of depth. Because when you look at their starting lineup, it was Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Javante Green, Jason Tatum, and then one of their centers like Tice, uh, Tristan Thompson, um, whoever Brad Stevens chooses to go with. But there's just so little depth coming off this bench. Like you look at the backup forwards, um, you've got Simi Ojale, Grant Williams, um, backup shooting guards. You're starting Aaron Neesmith and Peyton, or not starting, but you're playing Neesmith and Pritchard um, heavy minutes in their rookie seasons. There just are so many players who are going to be getting serious minutes for the Celtics that I don't think are ready to play in the NBA, quite frankly, let alone um, play at a level that's going to help the Celtics to exceed this 46 win total. Um, like I, I said, like Tatum, he's a wonderful player, but I, I just don't think he's ready to be single-handedly carrying the Celtics to this number. Like that's a little ambitious for me. Yeah, I bet they wish they had Brad back. Or, <laughs> yeah, bro, I I'm yeah. so excited for tonight or whatever. It's gonna be sick. Did they play? Do the Warriors play TNT? Yeah, I mean, they could have easily had Brad Wanamaker back. I will never understand um, why they withdrew that qualifying offer. That definitely seems like an own goal at this point. Yeah. What time is that? What time is that? I was at four. Damn. Channing, have any of these piqued your interest so far? No, I think I, I think I feel more passionately about uh, teams in the West. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll just finish up with the Bulls. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think, thought about the Bulls. Yeah. I don't think there's any way they're a 30 win team this year. Um, they they just haven't. They just I don't think they have the horses. And I think that the weight of gravity is going to be pulling them down. Like when I think of the Bulls making in season moves during this season. Like, I'm more inclined to believe that maybe they'll trade Dad Young. Maybe they'll trade Otto Porter, although that would be difficult. Um, Tomas Sadoransky, you maybe see him switch teams. Um, like, I think if anything, the weight of gravity is going to be pulling this Bulls team to operate more as sellers um, in the midst of the season and maybe pull them more towards the bottom of the standings. I think, th- I think the play-in tournament is a factor that we haven't discussed enough. Like, because if it, all of a sudden, if a team is within three games of like the 10 seed, whereas it used to be like within a few games of the eight seed, they're still going to be playing hard. So having that playing tournament sort of creates the opportunity for some of these weaker teams to be competing for something like somewhat valuable later into the season. Whereas um, in a normal year without a playing tournament, their season might have been over in like February. So uh, that's one reason I'd be concerned with the Bulls is just maybe they find themselves in the mix for that 10th spot in the East and decide to like keep going full throttle 
throughout the 72 game season but even so i think 30 wins is a little bit rich for yeah, my point. i think they'll be holding hands with the Cavs at the bottom of the east jonah yes con what about the hornets the hornets 26 games i don't feel as strongly one way or another i think they're gonna go over but that would not be one of my locks okay cool you feel good about that over though? Hmm? You feel good about the Hornets over though? No, I just like watching LaMelo Ball highlights. Yeah, he's been very um, promising so far. Oh, but yeah, his highlights are sick. Is Gordon's finger thing like long term? Oh, easy luck, baby. Uh, yeah, Gordon's going to be playing on opening night. Oh, cool. The so the, that fracture wasn't that big of a deal? Yeah, um, he's going to be able to play through it at least. Oh, cool. Let's go. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some. You know what actually looks so clean though is the Portland's like their red with the black looks so sick. Okay, so let's start with the bottom. And I think I see two of my locks right off. Uh, yeah, two locks so. on the screen right now. Ooh, can I say one? I think Utah Jazz over 43 games. Wow, oh, that's cap. <laughs> wow. uh, <laughs> what is the Blazers supposed to be at? They put them at 41. I'm, that's definitely a lock for me. That's just so yeah, low. I agree. That's a lock for me as well. I think yeah. the Blazers are easily over that. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the Blazers' disrespect is normal. but Yeah. I mean, when you look at the Blazers, probably a top five offense easily. And yeah. Because, I mean, we've been top five or top six three of the last five years, and I there's no reason for me to think that would change this year. I mean, Dame is playing – at um like the height of his powers and then i definitely think at the very minimum we've we're gonna have close to a league average defense yeah i would say the floor is like 17 18 but i could definitely see us getting into like 9 10 11 yeah and in the regular season that's more than enough to win more than 41 games yeah this this blazer one just like take it to the bank right now yeah Portland will be winning more than 41 games yep the other one I saw here that sort of piqued my interest was the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, that's what I was looking at too. I've seen this one a few places at even lower than 31, like even going down to like 30. And I mean, I think the Spurs are going to be better than they were last year because I think Derek White and DeJounte Murray are both guys who I expect to take a big step forward with LaMarcus Aldridge sort of expanding his game out to three. I think that's opened up a lot of the offense for like DeRozan and Murray and White and some of like the lesser shooters on the Spurs to operate, although White has vastly rep- improved in that um, shooting regard, which is one of the main reasons why I'm predicting the Spurs to go over is just because I think Derek White is going to have a big year. He just got his contract extension. Um, and I think then, you picked him for MIP. Uh, yeah, I think you did. And I, I, I think that's a great pick. He's a yeah. guy who I heavily considered. So yeah, so yeah, I think Derek White is definitely going to have a breakout year. And then yeah. as long as Pops around, I just don't really see them tanking or yeah. I don't see them taking the foot off the gas. And if the Spurs don't take their foot off the gas, I mean, I I do think this 31 wins should should be a benchmark that they can't exceed. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Telling mm. any Spurs thoughts before I scroll up and see what other teams we have? No, I think we talked about it the first time, like, um, as long as pops there, yeah. Oh, um, be winning. yeah, this isn't a lock to me. I actually 
didn't realize that it was this high, but I mean, if you can still get the Thunder at 25 wins, I, I don't I don't think the Thunder are going to be winning 25 games this year. I yeah, because like, the thing I've been thinking about with the Thunder recently is if they do start winning games and if they are playing okay, it's probably because guys like Al Horford or George Hill or some of the veterans on the team are stepping up and sort of facilitating shake shake it all just alexander in a way that like allows them to have a somewhat competent offense but if that is the case then they're just going to trade out horford and george Hill to get more picks so so if the thunder are good then that means they have good players that they're going to trade to get more assets so if even if the thunder get off to a decent start which i think is entirely possible like i think shea horford are the building blocks of a good offense but if they do get off to a good start I expect um, Sam Presti to quickly remedy that. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think I want to make it one of my locks just because I have already picked out five. Are you guys ready to scroll up? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that team at the top. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Get the freaking. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, the, the Rockets aren't winning 36 games, dude. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's a yeah. Wait, didn't yeah. we say that that was generous? Yeah, I mean it's the rocket. I don't get know. my pick. <laughs> Twenty-one. I I could never um oh my gosh down to any rockets prediction right now because we don't know. Well, we it's a, just so they're so um they just have so many variables. Like they have such a wide variance of not only outcomes but just teams they could put on the floor right now. So they kind of scare me a little bit, but. I mean, Shannon had them picking 15, had them winning 15 less games than this Vegas prediction. So I would definitely, um, yeah, I would definitely say that would be the definition of a lock for Shannon. Yeah, dude. Freak yeah, dude. I'm putting all the money on the Rockets. Uh, Did you guys see that James Harden was like fighting with a rookie at practice? Yeah, threw a basketball at him or something. Such a clown, dude. Isn't he looking kind of thick? Uh, He's he's like always kind of. No, but like what? He was really skinny. At one point. Not really skinny, but he was like, yeah. he lost some weight. He, I, he's always been. Uh, oh, I know he's always been thick blue for sure. But um, I'm not overly concerned about that. I would be, He'll always be good about him like losing some athleticism just because he's like 31 now. Um, like his, I, although he's so highly skilled, like I do think he definitely needs the little athleticism he has. So if he, if he starts to lose a step, that's going to be concerning. And it kind of seems like there are NBA teams who agree with me because his trade market does not appear um, to be materializing in the way that some people, um, namely the Rockets front office, would have expected. But that's another story for another day. Just to, I've been thinking about the Rockets recently too. And just to look at their <laughs> roster, it's so um, bizarre because you look at their point guard, John Wall, he hasn't played in two years James Harden, he wants out. Eric Gordon, I mean, he missed most of last year. And when he did play in the bubble, he was not very good. P.J. Tucker, he seems to want out, too. He's a little disgruntled um, that he hasn't gotten an extension. You might think that he may not be long for this Rockets team. Christian Wood, I'm a Christian Wood believer but I mean, this is a kid who started 15 games for the Pistons. So let's not get too carried away calling him like the future of the franchise. On the bench, you've got DeMarcus Cousins. He hasn't played in two years. David Nwaba, he's coming off of a major injury. I want to say he 
Torres Achilles. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, he's an undrafted rookie out of Australia. He figures to be playing um, large minutes for them. Daniel House, I mean, we all know what Daniel House did in the bubble a few months ago. Like, I doubt <laughs> his teammates want to speak to him, much less play with him. So, I mean, this raw, and then their coach and their general manager both quit the team in the middle of the offseason. And so, well, I mean, Dan Tony didn't quit. I should rephrase that. He just chose not to resign with the team. So, I mean, when you look at this roster, it's just there's not a whole lot to feel too secure about. So I can totally understand Channon's pessimism with this team. And I'm, I would say I'm almost as pessimistic as Channon, not, not as dramatically. <laughs> I, I, I probably share a lot of Channon's feelings about this team, but I just had the problem with, as long as Harden's on this roster, I don't, I don't think I can be that aggressive in picking the Rockets to be that bad, you know? Um, but I, I totally, I, I think me and Shannon see eye to eye on a lot of what the shortcomings could be for this um, Houston basketball team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Do you know uh, why he fought that rookie? No. He was probably telling him to st- stop being a bitch. <laughs> I think I think he's taking um, a page from the uh, Jimmy Butler book of demanding a trade would be my guess. Oh, yeah. Trend, yeah. Wait, Jonah. Uh, were yeah. the Heat trying to get James Harden or something? Um, not anymore. I think okay. the Heat have said that they've stopped um their talk. Yeah, I heard something about that. That would have been what so What would stupid. they have offered the Rockets? Um, probably Hero would have been the main part. Oh. Yeah, I heard that. I think Hero would fall off if he left Miami right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> he needs a couple more years there at least. Yeah. I I probably would have given up Hero if it meant james harden was coming. well yeah from a from a heat perspective oh yeah oh you're talking like that would have been bad for tyler heroes yeah, yeah 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 absolutely yeah he the Miami. i i mean there are there are very few players in the nba where leaving miami would be a good thing for their career right. like miami just seems to except be- for Derek jones jr obviously yeah, yeah. well Derek jones he had kind of gotten buried in the rotation during the playoffs yeah. so yeah, um, but yeah, Miami obviously does an amazing job of developing their players. All right, the three last teams, Kellen, I imagine you <laughs> will have something to say about one of these. Vegas has them at 39? Yeah. Has the words at, oh, baby. Wow. 16 bet, over, is that the biggest difference? Bet the house. How, how, how Go to the bank mean? right now and say. Bet the house. <laughs> the Warriors are going to win more. We're gonna, you're going to see it today, dude. It's not even going to be a close game. Oh, chill, bro. Let's go. I can't. Not a close game. Come on, bro. They got Katie. So it's fine. Tell um, dude, okay, wait. Steph. Steph's gonna drop. I think he's gonna score um, a shade under forty tonight. Let's go. Then, I'm hyped. Yeah, dude. It's gonna be freaking sick. He, oh, it, dude, let's it, go. In two, wait, in two of the three, in two of the three, um, preseason games, didn't he drop like twenty nine? Or something, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he's, the two last ones. He yeah. was playing. He's playing a lot, but I mean, yeah, it doesn't really matter because the preseason's so short anyway. But yeah, I I would say Steph seems to look like old Steph outside the arc. Yeah, didn't it seem kind of because the preseason games it felt they felt basically like regular season games because I feel like a lot of good players were playing the majority of the game. Yeah, especially for the first three quarters. 
Yeah, exactly. But do either of you guys have any more locks or any more things you'd like to say about these teams before we start getting into some postseason predictions? I don't no. think so. I feel like the LA teams will be. You think they'll be over their forty-seven? For I were pretty clips. close with Vegas on all of them. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I don't know how you guys want to do this. Um, I think we had the same 16 playoff teams, all three of us. Yeah. So um, I guess we could give the brief recap you of that. Read them out. Yeah. So in the West, this is just my order. Um, if you, I, if you guys have any teams that you feel strongly should be like moved up or down the list, I know we have the same teams, but if you have like a dramatically different ordering than like pointed out, but just to lay all the teams out there in the West, we've got, Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Blazers, Jazz, Mavericks, Suns, Warriors. And in the East, we have Bucks, Nets, Heat, Sixers, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, Hawks. So um, I'm pretty sure those are the 16 teams for all of us. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Can we? Can you click on it so I can see it? The bracket? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, obviously, I think Golden State at the one spot may be a, a bit of um, optimism, but I mean, I got I got to respect the bold prediction. And you think the Pelicans can sneak in there? Oh, wait, no, the, the Suns are too good. Yeah, no, the Pelicans are not ready, bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they'll be in the playing tournament. I would guess. And then once you're in the playing tournament, I mean, it's only like two games. So, I mean, anything can happen, but I don't expect the Pelicans to play the 72 game regular season yeah. at the quality of. Yeah. And I don't see the Pelicans sneaking past CP3 and Booker in the freaking whatever. Yeah. Like, like, like maybe the Pelicans get like the 10th seed and then somehow win two playing games and find themselves in the playoff bracket but i i don't think they're gonna like have the seventh or eighth seed at the end of the season if that makes sense but um do you so i guess yeah i I don't i think that looks about right i think that nuggets clippers series could be nice yeah the rematch yeah and that that will be one of the christmas day games as well so i guess we just as well pivot into our Conference finals predictions. So. Okay. So mm-hmm. me and Sh- I already told Joan, I'm going to do a bias one and then one that's most likely going to happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. Like, do you want to, I'll, I'll do, I'll go first since I don't have that much to go off of. I'll go for the conference finals based off of this bracket. We have golden state making it past the suns and then probably past Portland. And then, yeah. Um. Oh boy. And then the Lakers will beat Dallas first round. Clip the Clips will beat the Nuggets, and then the Lakers make it. And then Warriors beat the Lakers, make it to the chip. And then should I go to the East? Um, let's let's do our Western Conference. Okay. 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 Then my then my unbiased one will most likely. I'm gonna say Portland makes it. And then I'm going to say that, I mean, depending on how the bracket shakes out, I feel like the Lakers will still probably make it to the conference finals. Yeah. 
but I don't know. That's yeah. My Western Conference Finals was Lakers against Clippers. I just think those are the two teams that have the high-end talent. I could see Dallas as the one team that could sneak their way into this conversation. And then I took the uh, I took the Lakers over the Clippers just because I don't think the Clippers have a very good Anthony Davis matchup. And the Lakers were just there last year. So I feel like, like they've won together as a team before, which I tend to think that concept is a little bit overrated. Like I'm not as big of a chemistry guy as some people are. I don't really factor that in too much but i am i'm a big chemistry guy wait so these are this i think this is my bracket yeah this is your bracket yeah yeah yeah. okay um um (laughs) golden state goes from one to seven (laughs) yeah so i i I have los angeles clippers and then lakers in the championship yeah that okay so i see i see okay you don't what where do you see portland getting knocked out so yeah. yeah, on my bracket, I had them playing Denver in this four-five matchup, and I had them beating Denver, then losing to the Lakers. I, I in how many I games to the Lakers? I didn't guess, but on, if I, on the top of my head, probably like five or six. I mean, oh okay, yeah. yeah we, I, I think if we see the Lakers, yeah, there's no way we get to the conference finals. I think the Lakers are going to go through whoever there is in the way. So, so you've got the Lakers in the finals as well. Yeah, Lakers in the finals, and but for Western Conference Finals, um, so probably probably the Clippers too. Yeah. Okay, so me and Shannon both have Lakers over Clippers, and Kellen, you went with who? What's your? What I'm going to go with Portland in LA. Portland over Clippers. Mm-hmm. Or Port- okay, and yeah, so. You, yeah, as much as I liked Portland as a regular season team, I do think we still kind of lack that elite one-on-one defense that is going to be so vital if we go up against either Paul George and Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Covington oh is a wonderful help defender, probably the maybe the best at that at the wing position in the NBA. I mean, that, that's a little generous because – You've got like Giannis and all of them, but probably a top 10 help defender at the wing position, maybe top five. Um, but yeah, just not not the one-on-one defender. Yeah, I don't think we're quite there yet. Yeah. So, yep, late. So I'm going to go Lakers over Clippers. Moving on to the Eastern Conference. Colin, do you want to lead us off again? Yeah. Um, I'll say I'm going to, ooh, baby. I'm going to say based off my bracket or this one, Channons, are we locked in on Channons? Oh yeah, let's go back to yours. No, it's fine. I, I kind of like his. So I'm gonna say that Milwaukee gets by the Hawks, Boston gets by the Sixers, um, the Heat get by the Pacers, and then obviously the Nets get. Oh yeah, I mean the Raptors are still good, but I, I think the Nets would get by um, the Raptors, and then I'm gonna say the Nets get past the Heat, and the Celtics get past Milwaukee. So damn, we have, okay, we'd have Boston and Brooklyn. Mm. All right. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. I think Jason Tatum could win the MVP, honestly, dude. So are you going to have the Celtics over the Nets? Oh, man. I mean, it's hard to go against KD and Kyrie, though. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs, dude. Yeah, KD clutches up. He just takes over games. He literally won. 
a championship with the Warriors single-handedly almost. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be tough. So I I did pick against Katie and Kyrie in the second round. In fact, I had them going down to the Miami Heat. I just think ha- having Eric having Eric Spolster is such an advantage in the playoffs. I think I fully appreciated his skill set last year, and the Heat. I do think this team is built for the playoffs. Like you look at guys like Dragic, Iguodala, Butler. Neither of those three are really the best regular season players or really kick it into full gear during the regular season. But those three had a, a tremendous run last year in the playoffs. Butler, especially Dragic before his injury was looking like one of the 10 best point guards in the NBA. And so, yeah, I just think this, the heat team performs so much better in the playoffs and with Avery Bradley. Now I do think they have that, um, one-on-one point of attack stopper that they can throw on Kyrie. I don't expect that to be a look they go too often, especially in the regular season. But just having that guy, if Kyrie ever is like cooking them on a given night, to be able to throw in Avery Bradley to kind of just um, annoy him and like have that option. They didn't really have an elite guard defender last year. You saw Butler defend a bunch of guards. Um, Kendrick Nunn, Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, who are their four backcourt players. They're not necessarily cut out to do that. And so I think having Avery Bradley is going to be a thing that helps them. And then we're really going to see, have to see how um, Kevin Durant comes back because that's going to be a big thing. I mean, the early returns have been amazing. He's was playing very well from what I saw from him in the preseason. But what do you guys think about a Bam Adebayo, Kevin Durant matchup? Like, I, I think Kevin Durant's probably a little quicker, but I do think that it's going to be tough for the um, Nets to keep a guy like DeAndre Jordan on the floor um, just because just because the way the um, Heat run their offense with Bam operating out of the high post or even behind the three-point line doing that handoff action quite a bit. I just don't think that's going to be a setting that DeAndre Jordan feels comfortable in. Probably not Jared Allen either. I just think, I think the net, or I think the Heat are just going to be dictating the terms of engagement if these two teams face off in the playoffs. And so I'm just going to go go with Miami. Like having a rookie head coach going against Eric Spolstra in the playoffs is just not something I would feel comfortable with. So yeah, going with the Heat here. Jonah, do you think that the Hawks could make a playoff run? Like, do I think they could make the playoffs? No, no, no. Like, do you think if if they actually, like, if this bracket was realistic, do you think that they could give the Bucks a run for their money? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that series would be close. I think I think that's probably a sweep. Yeah. Um, I think I gotta. I think I'm taking the Brooklyn Nets to the conference finals. All right, and actually the NBA finals. Wow, I think that in the playoffs, KD. Wait, is Karis Lever still there? Yeah. yeah, I think that KD, Kyrie, Karis Lever. I don't know how teams stop that from getting buckets, getting stuff yeah. done. The biggest weakness I think you hit on it is DeAndre Jordan, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, that's tough. 
but they've just got so many playmakers and shot makers. They obviously the three I just named, and they got Joe Harris hitting shots, uh, Spencer Denwitty. They just mm. got like and Kyrie and Katie both have the playoff experience. Like they're just cold cut winners who can get it done. Um, I just don't think that I just can't see teams stopping that. And I, I picked Nash for coach of the year, so I got to ride with that and say that he's going to do a good job. But just sorry, go ahead. I just. Um, I just think that three-headed dragon's tough. I just don't. I just don't think Miami has the all the <laughs> yeah. ammo to stop it. Better yeah. than the three-headed dragon of Steph, Brad Wanamaker, and James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm hot on Miami though. I'm a Miami fan. Me and Jonah both were like loving Miami last year. I just, I, I believe in KD's return. I think he's gonna um, get back to the player where he was by the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I got to ride with them. The Brooklyn Nets, as Shannon was kind of referring to, they've got depth coming out of their ears. Like worst-case scenario. You can play Jeff Green at center, like the yeah. Rockets did that um, last year. And I, I mean, as a small ball center, you could probably do worse. Like I, yeah. I don't know. Actually, if you're playing, if you're playing the Heat and they've got Bam out of Iowa, yeah, then that's tough. But yeah, that, that actually might not be the best idea. I mean, yeah, I just think I think Bam out of Iowa is going to be a very hard matchup for this. Yeah, but, but then you look further down their depth chart, and you've guys got guys like. Tyler Johnson, Timothy Luau Cabrera. Like those mm-hmm. two players were wonderful in the bubble, um, yeah. especially against the Blazers in that game where the Nets almost um, halted the Blazers' season in its tracks. Like those two players really impressed me. And they don't even figure to be getting play, play, um, playing time on this roster. Yeah, it, it would be tough. Yeah, same goes for Bruce Brown. Like this Nets team, like they've legitimately got 14, 15 NBA quality players on a given night. Like NBA rotation quality players, like yeah. this this team is stupidly deep. Which I hope I actually hope they don't trade for Harden anymore. I don't really want that. Yeah. Oh, so. I I I still do. That would that would it would be fun to watch, but I fun. I just don't really want to see like Levert leave, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard. I don't know. I I would I would love to see Harden. Honestly. Yeah, that would just be one of the most ridiculous offensive lineups in NBA history. It would. It would. Yeah, you do, you do have to give up some of that depth um, for sure. All right, and on the top of the bracket, I've got Milwaukee. Me too, um, yeah. yeah. Um, just ha- having um, having Drew Holiday, I think that just gives them another look in the playoffs because their sh- shortfall last year was just Giannis is so dominant in the regular season, but when you load up and like put two, um, two – guys on him and have a third one digging in during the playoffs like his his offensive um his offensive catalog sort of lacks the versatility to have a lot of change-ups and have a lot of counters to when a defense loads up to just stop his line drive to the rim mm-hmm. so having drew holiday to kind of relieve some of that yeah. and be a capable pick and roll creator i think holiday is maybe a little bit overrated in that regard but he's certainly would be adequate if the, if the Bucks needed that counter, and it'll just open the floor up for Giannis. I think they're going to be a worse regular season team because they have lost a lot of depth. But I think having high end talent is so important in the playoffs. And with the addition of Drew Holiday to this team, they've certainly improved that top end talent at the very head of the scouting report. So yeah, I like the Bucks as a playoff team more than I did last year. So I'm going to pick them going to the conference finals. Yeah. I'll have them there too. 
I'm interested. I hope um, the Celtics and the Sixers actually match up. I'm yeah. interested to see that. I mean, just just because, like you said, the Celtics don't really have the depth. I mean, Tatum and Brown and if Walker's healthy, they're all tough in the playoffs. But Philadelphia made some improvements. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah, we saw them match up this year. But like with Ben Simmons out, Philadelphia yeah. has so many great improvements to their roster. Like I do think that would be a very interesting series this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably I might have to go with Philadelphia if those two teams match up. Um, Joel Embiid is just such a confounder for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting one. So me and or so I've got Bucks Heat. Channon's got Bucks Nets. Callum's got Celtics Nets. So um, who are you all? Warriors pick? Lakers. Who are you all picking to go represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals? I'm Warriors. taking the Nets. Yeah. Warriors Nets. And I will be picking the Heat to um, complete the rematch against the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's go. I'd love to see that. That would be sick. Yeah. I mean, and I definitely think it could happen. Definitely. Yeah. And we've, we saw sort of the problems that Miami posed for the Bucks in the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah. I just don't, I just don't think Milwaukee um, patched um, those shortcomings that they would have needed yeah. to do in order to beat Miami. I think a lot has been made of the Bucks lack of offensive versatility with Giannis. And certainly that was a major problem for them last year, but I think they um, are equally stiff on defense where they just seem to be cemented into playing this drop coverage scheme for um, no matter who the opponent is. And when you have a, um, when you've got a center like Brooke Lopez standing in the paint, like I don't care how good Eric Bledsoe or in this case, Drew Holiday and Dante DiVincenzo are at chasing over screens at certain points, you you are going to just allow wide open threes for Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson if if your center isn't coming out to hedge them and to meet them as they come off the screen. And so I just think the shooting and not just the shooting, but the the diversity of the heat shooting. Like they even have centers and Myers Leonard and Kelly Olenek who can space the four and hit threes at above a league average clip. I just think that is so hard for the Bucks to stop. And that certainly was the case last year. The Bucks just had no answer for it. And unless Budenholzer drastically changes his philosophy as a head coach, I just see all the same problems existing for the Bucks. And so that's why my NBA finals matchup is Lakers against Heat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be freaking sweet. Who do you who do you are we talking? All right. What's up? Are we are we ready for the finals? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about finals. Okay. So wait, let's just recap our matchups. I've got Lakers Heat. Channon, you are Lakers Nets. Yeah. And Kellen, you're Lakers Nets as well. Oh man, dude. Yeah, that's probably gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, but do I so want it to happen? Good. No. <laughs> Two I'll Lakers, go, Nets, and one Lakers. We'll do Lakers slash Golden State versus the Nets. Okay. Um, mm. Personally, game on the line. Just kidding. Um, I got to take the Lakers, dude. I just think a prime LeBron and Anthony Davis in the playoffs is just too much, dude. And the, see, last prime year, I LeBron. 
prime LeBron and Anthony. Last year, yeah. I had high hopes for Miami. Yeah. And, and we did see injuries. And I think Autobio would help a lot if he's healthy and at his peak level during the series. But yeah. And Drogic. Right. Yeah. That too. But it's, it's just. It's just so hard to stop that duo. You know what I mean? It's honestly like, I don't even care. I mean, Rondo was huge. Rondo was huge in this series, but I really don't care that much who else is on the team as long as they're competent. And the finals is just so hard to take down that duo, I think. And to be fair, even if they had retained Rondo, like the chances of him repeating the performance. He oh, gave yeah, for sure. Yeah. So small. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think Dennis Schroeder is probably an upgrade over what we could have realistically expected Rondo to do this yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're 100% correct. But they they did at points like need what Rondo gave them last yeah. year. So maybe having Schroeder helps that. Like, I think it's a little too early to tell. I think we're going to find out pretty – well, maybe not. I mean, at a certain point, the rubber is going to meet the road, and we're going to figure out if um, Schroeder can lead an efficient offense in the playoffs by himself. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think he should be good offensively, like that yeah. combination with Montrose Harrell. But the thing with LeBron is he Schroeder doesn't even really have to lead it. You know what I yeah. mean? It's almost like a formality. Like he can just score. Yeah. Like I I was more talking about like the, the the bench units when LeBron. Okay, yeah, LeBron. yeah. But yeah, certainly at the end of games when it's LeBron on the floor, um, and Schroeder will be um delegated into more of just a spot up shooting role, like. Yeah, he you would you would think that he should be able to play in that role efficiently. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm gonna agree with Ken. I've got the Lakers winning the championship this year. I mean, they've just got two of the five best players in the league. Both of them are in their primes. I mean, you would think that LeBron might be taking a step back one of these days, but I don't know. I've given up on trying to uh I hope he does soon, dude. <laughs> I've given up on trying to pick when that's going to happen. And so I've got the Lakers again, too. Um, I do have concerns about the way this team is constructed, but ultimately, me too. when you look at their closing five lineup, I mean, it's a lot of the same guys as last year, like LeBron at point guard, AD at center. And then you can just fill that in with um, your um, best combination of defense and shooting, whether that's like Schroeder, Matthews, Markeith Morris, maybe you, Maybe you take out Schroeder and put in Alex Caruso for a more defensive look. Like, um, I just or think, take out Matthews for KCP. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, I totally forgot about KCP. But yeah, either he, one. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. KCP will definitely factor into the closing lineup. That thanks yeah. for reminding me of him. But yeah, this team. I even though I could, I for the life of me, I don't understand that Harold signing. That just seemed so wrong nah, to me. I but hate I, that, yeah. When you get to like the final five minutes of a like close playoff game. I just think the skeleton for this Lakers team is the same as it was last year. And so, yeah, yeah. I will say the Lakers as good as I think they were last year, they didn't really have to play anybody in the playoffs. Like the Blazers beat them in game one and then Damian Willard got hurt in game two. Like I'm not saying the Blazers would have won that series. No, but for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Nurkic was running on fumes at that point. Zach Collins was out like, I, and I then would, they played the Nuggets after they played two seven-game series. Yeah, for sure. And the Nuggets, I mean, are the I mean, I think the Nuggets are fine, but they're not a conference finals quality of team. I mean, no. they got they got outscored by the Jazz in that series. They yeah, got scored by the Clippers in that series. Yeah. I mean, they, they certainly had one of the best playoff runs in recent memory. Just one of them, like crazier 
um, sequence of events in NBA history, but I don't, I don't think that they are your typical conference final quality of opponent in the second round. They play the small ball rockets, which um, as interesting as that team was, I mean, the Lakers dispatched of them pretty quickly. And in the finals, they played a fifth seed team with that team's point guard and Goran Dragic injured. Bam out of bio missed time. Jimmy Butler was wonderful, but even he tweaked his knee in game one of the series. Oh yeah. So as good as the Lakers were, I mean, their road to the finals wasn't very difficult. Yeah. So like, I think if they have to play the Clippers in the conference finals this year, that's like, true. That's going to be the hardest playoff opponent of the um, LeBron 80 era in Los Angeles. And so that's just something to keep an eye on that. They didn't have to like take down any Titans. Yeah. They were pretty fresh when they got to the finals still. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, but I, I, yeah, I'm still going with the Lakers. Callan, who's, who's your champion prediction going to be? Dynasty's not over the rejuvenation of a dynasty. All right. Yes, sir. Golden state warriors. <laughs> That'd be so freaking awesome. So is that, is that who you're- okay? If the Golden State Warriors even make it to the Western Conference Finals, I'm going back to every single freaking episode and clipping your guys' doubt. And I'm, gonna make, and I'm gonna make a compilation of it. Okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself a Warriors pessimist. I mean, there, there are many people out there who don't even think they're gonna make the playoffs. I mean, I, I think, I think they're gonna be the eighth seed. Like. ESPN, Kevin Pelton, he picked them to be the 14th best <laughs> in the Western Conference. Um, John Hall, yeah, John Hollinger at The Athletic, who happens to be one of my favorite NBA writers, he has them as the 12th best team in the Western Conference. And so me and Shannon are pretty optimistic. Yeah. Warriors, I would say. We're high on the Warriors, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah, I, tonight's gonna be a fun game though. Yeah, I can't. Oh not. yeah, I'm so. Excited. I think KD's gonna drop like forty or something. Oh, dude, I would love to see that, man. I was watching Jonah, our, one of their preseason games, and just seeing KD like with the ball in his hand, dude, it felt so good. Jonah, who's gonna guard KD? Andrew. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I would have, I would have loved to see the Draymond to KD matchup, but oh yes, boy, probably yeah, be Andrew. Do you think Which, that oh, you think the Warriors can get get past the Bucks? You mean do I on, think on Christmas? Them? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a one game, so anything. No, you happen. think they can beat them though? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anything. I I think they could beat the Bucks. I don't think they will, but any team can beat any team in one game. I mean, I'd give them like a twenty percent, fifteen, twenty percent chance. Yeah, I just don't know who would guard Giannis. Yeah. I mean, nobody really guards him anyway, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Giannis is going to probably run absolutely rampant on the Warriors. But. <laughs> Sick. But, yeah, okay. I like our predictions. Yeah. yeah. But in all realness, though, I'm pretty sure the Lakers are most likely going to come out of the West. So yeah. do, you want, do you want me to make your prediction as Warriors or Lakers, Colin? Oh, ride or die. Warriors, all right, cool. Ride or die, dude. All right. I can't say the Lakers. Screw the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It was so um are we set? Is that basically all we want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I is there anything that you guys want to predict before the season starts? We've kind of covered all well, 
if this if this comes out before the four o'clock, which it might. Yeah. You want to throw out Brooklyn some- Nets? You're gonna be zero and one, baby. <laughs> I've I've got the Nets and the Lakers tonight. Okay, who are the Lakes playing? The Clippers. Oh, dude, let's freaking go! What an opening night, baby. Yeah, that is. I cannot crazy. wait. That the Lakers Clippers. That I think that's gonna be a pretty good game, though. I think you I'm think excited. You go for that OT. One. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's so, how I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, I think the nets are going to have a relatively easy time with the warriors but i i definitely think that second game is the one to look out for yeah so basically i'm just gonna be watching the nba because the 49ers haven't won a game in like four weeks and um the ufc doesn't start till like january 16th so all right warriors baby let's go <laughs> okay I'll, I'll try to get this to come out like at three. If if the Warriors can win one of their first two games against the Nets or the Bucks, um, hey, that would be impressive. What's what's the um odds on them going um undefeated in the first two games? Um, I'd give them like a seven or eight percent. <laughs> well, hey, dude, that would be hard it. for it. That would be hard for any team, though. Yeah, 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 I know. To beat, yeah, to beat the Nets and then the Bucks. Because when I think about it, like against against the Nets, I might give them like a thirty or thirty five percent chance of winning, and then the Bucks, I might give them like a fifteen or twenty percent chance of winning. And so when you factor that out, it's about about like seven or eight percent chance of winning both of them. So I mean, yeah, I'm not too concerned, but I mean, like, but when you get absolutely shredded, but. Like Kyle guy is good, but if you're getting shredded by Kyle guy, it's like I mean it's it's preseason, so that, yeah. I mean, but we were playing basically our starting but lineup. Preseason doesn't matter. You can't take. Dude, it, we're basically in preseason today. I mean, we played three. Nah, games. bro. Starters don't starters don't bring the same energy, bro. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay. okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. It looked like a sometimes They're, it looked like uh, a freaking city league game. They can be deceiving, bro. If they were a city league game, I'd be under. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are you guys set? This was a good. I like doing it early morning. I look, yeah, I look yeah. like a girl that doesn't have makeup on right now. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for our next <laughs> podcast when we actually have um some real games that we can talk about. And bro, we need to pick a few games. We can have we can just like um when we record early in the week, we can talk about the games that Golden State and Portland have for that week. Yeah, I something um, like that. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I thought we could do like once or twice a week and just sort of break down what we thought the biggest stories in the NBA are. But Facts. Um, oh, I forgot. Giannis got a he signed his super thing, Supermax. Yeah, he signed yeah his, bro. What He's did, a clown. did you think that that was the move? Because did you I think would, he should wait or something? Yeah, if I was Giannis's agent, I would have probably told him to hold off. But I feel like he just wanted to show. I'm loyal. If he wants to be in Milwaukee, <laughs> that. That was definitely the right move. Um, I don't know why he wanted to be in Milwaukee, bro. Are you guys Are you guys familiar with Chris Haynes at all? Yeah, he's a famous NBA reporter for the New York Times. Yeah, but he had the report. Um, I think it was yesterday that if Giannis hadn't signed the supermax, that Portland would have been like high on his list. Dude, players. what did I say, dude? It said that like him and Damian, him and Damian Lillard are just super close, and they 
like Giannis doesn't Giannis doesn't work out with like anybody besides his teammates in the offseason. Like he even turned down a workout with LeBron James, but him and Damian Lillard like hang out and work out during the offseason. Damn it, dude. Yeah. And so he is so Haynes apparently reported that like Giannis and Lillard had talked about like the possibility of playing with each other. And if Giannis hadn't signed that Supermax, like Portland could have been the move you, for him. But what do you um, mean turn down a workout with LeBron? Like, what does that even mean? Like LeBron, LeBron wanted to work out with him and he was yeah, just like, he's nah. like, I'm good, bro. Yeah. NBA players work out with each other a lot during Is he the just salty season. or what? Do they just not? No, he just Giannis just doesn't do that stuff with people who aren't his teammates, unless it's Damian Lillard, apparently. But damn it, dude. Interesting. That's really funny. Dude, I told you, Instagram never lies, bro. But but yeah. like why though? What do you mean? I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be fun to work out with LeBron. Oh, uh, he just like he wants to keep it like competitive. Like he doesn't yeah. want to be buddies with his enemies. Yeah, I, I think that's I mean, cool. I feel like you can I don't know. I feel like it's just different on the floor. I feel like a Oh lot yeah, I would have I would have the same view as you, Kellen. I would be like, I'm gonna fight like Um, did I, did Kyle Kuzma get paid or something? I mean using the loosest definition of the term. No, I mean like he they like what was oh, they yeah. like extended uh, him or something? He, he, he signed a three-year, $40 million extension, which I actually think – I mean, oh. Kuzma, I think Kuzma did pretty well to get that much. But, yeah, he did He did get his contract extended. Player option on that third year, which, funnily enough, I was surprised to hear this, but that was the first player option that's ever given been given out on a non-max rookie extension. And so Kyle Kuzma making history <laughs> with the Los Angeles Lakers. Fire. Okay. Well, this was good, my boys. All right, my brothers. All right. Um, so do you want to do any more this week? Um Nah, bro, it's Christmas. Yeah. Yes, sir. Not, that's exactly that's what I was thinking. Before too. Christmas. I was thinking like maybe like twenty seventh or twenty eighth, like a few days after, once we actually have a few games to talk about. Perfect. Uh, Sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on, you guys. Yeah, thank Later, you. Later, so boys. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.